Oh my goodness, we are here. We have made it. It's 5.30-ish. Welcome in, everybody. It's episode 47, uh, Prep Talk Live. I'm Casey with Cascadia Dispatch. And joining me in this special appearance uh, is is that Rip? I think it, I thought I was expecting the Urban Prepper, but it appears Rip is here. I I took Urban Prepper to the train station. Uh, He's done. Tup is over. Tup is over. Rip is yeah, here. He had a good run, uh, but <laughs> again, took him to the train station. So he's 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 done. He's over. He's, he's over. over. Uh, now, Rip, are you wearing are you wearing the vest too, or just the hat? I can't tell because I I saw your plans for Valentine's Day. We yeah. talked about this last week, uh, and and we. <laughs> so I just gotta see. Are you wearing the vest too, or did you just pull in the hat and the glasses? Uh, well, I got you know I got my my rip gloves. Oh, I have my rip, my rip jacket. Uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Valentine's was a it was a big hit this year. I, was I, I nor- it a big hit? I uh, normally I mess up. Oh my gosh, we got Sutton Stays too. So oh my uh, god, she showed up for this. This yes. is she heard rip was coming. She heard that rip was coming. The top was bumped off. She's not even she's not even saying words. She's yeah, just throwing no out like there's letters in there. I don't know what's happening. I think you may have broken Sutton's days. Yeah, I mean, finally. <laughs> For every she's time like, she's, like, she's like a wild stallion that has to be broken. <laughs> Yeah, no. For uh, the Candelorian has been tamed. I yes, feel like finally, it's finally, a, a whole nother episode. Oh well, my, my! My wife is is a big fan of uh, of of Yellowstone and especially Rip, and she wishes I was more like Rip. And uh-huh. so, and so, I had this idea. Well, maybe for Valentine's, I could be Rip for a day. So it's a kind of a role playing type thing. So. And, <laughs> Anyway, so I, I she was having a real bad day because she had a, a rough night the night before for so we were uh, for people were, were poking around around the ranch and she yeah they're poking around the ranch it wasn't the, it wasn't their cattle no, it exactly their brand <laughs> anyway so uh, she was having a rough day she was talking to her brother so I'm like okay I'm gonna I was gonna wait for tonight but I'm gonna do it uh, today right now so in the morning so I got my got the rip costume on and the gloves and everything and uh, <laughs> just walked downstairs and she was. Bust and I had a my Valentine Day present uh, wrapped up in pink wrapping paper, and uh, she was just rolling and taking photos and stuff. And then the present that I got was a eight by ten photo of Rip in a frame. So, uh, and, and it so, now sits prominently on the mantle. The the kids' class photos are right yes, next to it, and then there's them. Rip right in the middle. Well, she we have this. Uh, family mural on the wall that has all these like historic fo- you know, people from the family and she's putting rip in the family mur- mural with, with like a real family member so uh <laughs> um yeah sutton's days um again just wins she just walks in we're like yeah. hey we're gonna bring rip to the party and everything yeah. else and we think we got her yep ride him cowboy yeah. yeah, yeehaw. The only problem is Rip is not uh these aren't prescription rip sunglasses. So <laughs> looking at the chat's gonna be a little rough today. So but again, I took to I took your way to, with the leather gloves. Yeah, I took I, I took top, top to the train station again. So yeah, you don't have to worry don't yeah. have to worry about him anymore. 
yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's fantastic. That's done. That, that's... That, okay, good, good. You know what? Yeah. I, I feel like this is a better partnership anyway. I feel more <laughs> I think so too. Yeah. Some of the other podcasts were getting a little, a little, but I think this is a better plan for us yeah. in general. Yeah, I think so too. Oh my goodness. All right. So I, so let's, let's just rewind for a second here. And, mm-hmm. and lots of people are here. Pig is here. Chuck's here. There we go. Sutton's days. The queen is, is in the chat. She is here. She's entered the building. Um, yeah. Amy is here. So, so we have the, the regulars have, have made it. They, they put it on their calendar. They were like, what is this Yellowstone podcast? And will Rip really show up? And yes, yes. Rip is here. Rip is here. Um, Tup is Tup is not. Um, so I was gonna say, how was your week? But it feels like probably pretty good. She's like, this is the first year that you didn't mess up Valentine's Day. This is basically. I, I don't know if she said that exactly, but it was it was one of the better Valentines for her. So. Uh, and so is. and so then after i had to still work because i have to make the bread but uh well of course yeah but the cows then, didn't need to be, didn't but need I, was, to be wrestled. I was ripped the whole day so i i was <laughs> I, I did school pickup at the school and my my uh, son was totally embarrassed and mortified that i showed up as rip <laughs> to <laughs> to school pickup and and my wow. daughter was my daughter was scared because she thought i looked I looked evil and I- uh or if that, like, I feel like that should have contributed to our viewership going up this week, yeah. because I'm sure you made a lot of Valentine's days, Ben. Well, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I, well, during school pickup, I, I got all these photos with all these middle-aged moms. They all wanted photos with Rip, so I, I was like, kind of a celebrity <laughs> photo. It's cool. As opposed to like when you're in Costco and you're a celebrity for being yeah. tough, now you're now, now you're a, everywhere you t- go. Tup's kind of old people. news. Tup's so 2013. It's exactly, ladies and gentlemen. He he plays like he doesn't care about the attention, but let's be very clear. He spends a lot of time at Costco and a lot of time <laughs> dressed up like a cowboy at pickup. So yeah. I'm just saying, it is what it is. We read into it what we have. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, the next side hustle. But then I, I then for mm-hmm. uh, for dinner instead of going out to a fancy restaurant. Well, first off, she didn't want to go to a fancy restaurant with me dressed as Rip. But I, I uh, <laughs> did a nice steak dinner, total cowboy style, and nice. did it on the I did it on the cast iron supplies and everything. So it was a total cast iron steakout. Oh my with goodness! Filet mignons that were purchased at Costco. Of uh, course, of course. And, but the yeah, I, so we we had a cowboy dinner, and I wore the Rip costume the entire day. And she she prefers me as Rip than as myself. <laughs> <laughs> You took it off you. She woke up this morning and she was like, no, no, no. Yeah, Put no. the hat back on. Yeah. Put the glasses and the hat back on and we'll continue with our with our world. Yeah. Um, I have so many follow-up questions that are not appropriate at all. So we're just going to continue on. Um, looks like, uh, did you change for the rip picks? I, now, I saw, I don't know if you subscribe to Tup's uh, Instagram, anybody? But if you do, there were many... Uh, Rip was in full effect across yeah. social media for for Tup. He took over. Not only did he take him to the train station, but he took his phone when he put him on the train. He took yeah. it and he took it. Well, he got to dispose over of evidence. The, the yeah, took over the accounts. Yeah, uh, again, yeah. Tup's, Tup's done. He's yeah, yeah exactly. He won't, he won't be seeing him anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that's the real secret behind why the Doom Zoom doesn't happen anymore. They yeah. just were. They, Tup was gone. Yeah, well. they they shipped him off, and it's all done. Um, Sutton's days. Thanks for stopping by. I feel like you picked a great night to pop in and a great yes. night to pop out. So uh, thanks for stopping. Sutton uh, stays is is the Beth uh, Dutton to to rip. So yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beth is like now I have to go take care of Mrs. Mrs. Urban Prepper because yeah. she's apparently infatuated with with her man. So seems. Uh, I wonder if 
if Tups, if if Rip will be making any additional appearances for well, Tups, she has, she, has a bir- she has a birthday coming up. Uh, I, so we'll I, based on based on how excited Tup is about this, I feel like this might be a once a week thing. This might this might pick up real fast. Yeah, we may never see Tup again. The yeah. Kangol hat may be gone. That was what my original branding. You're going to see new branding on on the site. So. Exactly. <laughs> and every it's a subs- whole brand refresh. And anyone that subscribes now has to get a, a real brand on them. That's <laughs> a cattle brand. <laughs> that's part of the uh, subscription. Yeah. That's- yeah. Exactly. I feel like that's that's part of the Patreon experience. Is yeah. <laughs> he'll send you the brand, you send him a picture back, and yep. and that's the thing. Oh my goodness. Um, all right. So, uh, we were planning on, I think last week. So we, for everybody who wasn't here last week, we started talking about Valentine's day. We started talking about prepping with your Valentine and that sort of thing. And we very quickly got into Tup's Yellowstone role play situation. Um, and talking about Yellowstone. So this week, what we want to talk about is with the Yellowstone stuff, what are some of the, the EDC elements, the prepping elements and things that are in the Yellowstone show that might be of interest or use or discussion and that sort of thing. Now, have you have you watched uh, the, the the are you all cut up or did you do a so, binge? Okay, watch? so I watched some pieces. Okay. Um, I watched some pieces. Uh, I have not watched the whole thing, uh, but I watched some pieces, and so I got some ideas. But I figured Rip knows his way around the ranch the best, yeah, so yeah. I'll let you lead it off. Yeah. So um, with I've been ideas. I've been analyzing it. We just finished 1883, which is like there's the prequel, the prequel to the prequel. It's like the origin story for it, basically. It's like it sounds like Star Wars. It's like Episode One of Star Wars Two, and then Yellowstone is like a New Hope type thing. So okay, uh, all right. So it's kind of the origin story. Uh, yeah, and and it's kind of like an Oregon Trail thing, and I and I. <laughs> I'm, the prepper nerd in me is as we're watching this, I'm taking notes for like the supplies that they had for the Oregon. Or it, it's a, it's a, you know, fictional. For fording story. the river. Or like it, like for... it's a real documentary. It's like, it's, it's like. <laughs> it's a, Just make uh, sure you have a few people named Donner in your party. Yeah. And you'll yeah. be. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, uh, well, first off, you know, everyone had, they had a uh, protection as far as uh, mm-hmm. uh, th- th- that was mandatory in those days. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of a given. I think all the, the prepper people are kind of like that. So uh, fixed blade knife for sure. In the wagons, I was I was interested in what they were using for cooking and stuff. And this is an EDC, but for just general bug out supplies, uh, you know, the, all the cast iron uh, cooking supplies, the uh, the kettles, cast iron kettles, the TP that you could hang it over the uh, the fire with that. Uh, the uh, coffee pots, coffee was still uh, super important in there. And then I was also looking at the food supply that they had. So the the, the biscuits that they were making and the different uh, soups that they made, which was uh, cool. So I, was, I took some uh, ideas on that. Also, the uh, shovels were big because they had to bury bodies, basically. So, <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing when I. Yeah, after, I mean, obviously, I don't imagine I'm, you have at least three shovels in your office right yeah, now. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah you, you might not be too far off. But, uh, the, uh, yeah, so uh, the shovels were big because there was one scene where the, someone was having to bury a body, and he had a, a metal plate that he was using, like a cooking plate, like a, a, a eatware. Uh, but a Tupperware. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and so I was making a digging with that, but they ended up getting the shovel for that. Uh, what were some of the other things? First aid supplies were important too, like the clean rags and the, 
yeah. you know, gauze and everything like that. That was a no AEDs back then or or anything like that. Yeah. It, was, it was much more the like I think one of the things that was that I think is important to remember is it's very easy nowadays for us to think about just the quick that what seems even technical in like a band-aid. Whereas yeah. like a band-aid is really gauze with tape that then they like made easy by putting it as a band-aid and then you can apply it. But yeah. having some of those elements that you could use to manufacture your own uh, supplies, um, I think was was a takeaway for me in, in that whole thing. That, you know, a lot of times we have a lot of, of food that is, you know, could be freeze dried or prepackaged or whatever, yeah. but like making sure you have flour and sugar and clean water um, and, you know, butter or whatever oil, something that, that can, you can cook with, that you can make things with. Um, having some of those shelf stable ingredients as well as some of those raw materials, just wood and, uh, you know, rags and cloth and rope and some of those sorts of things that aren't always the coolest, you know, when we think about like some of the, the gadgets and gizmos that we have, yeah. they're not the coolest, but you need to have those. Cause if your gadgets run out and everything else runs out, you, you got to fall back to some of those, those older plants. Yeah, I, I think we all call our, our emergency food storage is what we call it, or our preps or whatever. But the, for them, it was rations. They called it what they yeah. had to stock up on their rations, and <laughs> they seem to have like yeah, the flour, water, salt, sugar that was was used. And then they also had uh, different vegetables in there. So they had uh, like uh, potatoes and onions. Seemed I, I was seeing that, and so even during the Oregon Trail, they had a supply of those, which they were able to keep. Uh, uh, yeah, it, it lasts for multiple months. So I thought that was interesting. A lot of jerky that they, they uh, when they had to process an animal, they made the jerky with it. Uh, yeah. What are some other things? Rope, uh, like uh, rope was super key. Uh, lanterns, lights. Uh, anyway, as, long, well, well, as a prepper, is fascinating. Yeah, exactly. Well, and even things like fire starting materials, and and I think also thinking about on the wagons, you know, they were restricted with what they could actually carry. So, you know, they had to, they had to have supplies. They had to be able to restock, but they could only hold so many things. So you yeah. can't have nine different fuel sources. Like you have to have either what you can make fire out of or have some amount of fuel to, you know, lanterns and that sort of thing. Um, there, there was a scene where they had to cross a river and a lot of them had a bunch of superficial stuff that they didn't need, like a, like a harpsichord and furniture and stuff like that. Satellite so, phone. So the lead person told them, hey, you got to dump all that stuff because you, we need to make the the wagons light. And so it made me think of my bug out bag. Like, hey, I wonder what stuff I need to dump from here. Like, because it's too, it's uh, frivolous type stuff or it's it's not key to survival type thing. So uh, yeah. I thought it was well, a good lesson there too. I think it's interesting too in that um, when, when you're thinking about it like that of what you would, they were dumping stuff out there's a lot of stuff we put in our bug out bags that may be kind of extra. Yeah. Most of the things I have are extra, but like, okay, they could be extra things. Um, it's almost like with the module system, you, like you almost need to put the thing, like what is the first layer of stuff you would get rid of if you needed to so yeah. you put all of that stuff in a module. So if you needed to, it's easy to just pull that one thing out as opposed yeah. to rummaging and un undoing your entire bug out bag or your entire get home bag. It's like, um, you know, what are those things that you have extras of or duplicates of maybe even that you could get rid of in a hurry? 
Yeah, and I think in mine, like my tools module is probably there, there might there might be some scenarios where it's just too heavy, even if it's like five pounds. So yeah, and, but you could just if you wanted to, you could just dump it, and it's in it's in that kit. So yeah, uh, and things where it's like you know you've got the tool module, but okay, could if it was in a pinch, could you survive with a multi tool? Like yeah. you know, obviously you would like the the heft and the weight of some of those tools um the leverage that some of those tools can give you but in reality like if you couldn't do it okay you lose that you've got a multi-tool and it's got 80 percent of what you would necessarily need to to do things with yeah there's one scene where uh they were talking and one of the main characters uh was off hunting or something like that at the time and they needed to get him back and so the guy uh sam elliott's character is like hey I, well i could call him and i'm like what do you think he's gonna call him first it's, it's 1883 so, like he doesn't have a cell phone but, they have 5g uh, back then yeah so and anyway so they use they had a certain he shot his uh, yeah, firearm and a certain number of rounds and that was like his signal that and it meant something to the other character that knew that that's how they, I guess it was more of like a pager type thing, but they recognized the sequence of that. So I, I don't know. I was kind of thinking a little bit about like signaling module, like comms and stuff. If mm -hmm. you didn't have, like if you didn't have a radio or anything, like what, what you could use for that. So. Yeah. Which is, which is, I think it's interesting. If you didn't have a radio, then what, you know, whistles and, you know, because whistles are, are yeah. loud and lightweight and, abundant you can get you can put multiples in a bag it's not gonna be a big deal um the mirror signal i, I think that's always that's always been one that has been interesting to me because it always, feels like yeah everyone's like you should do it and i'm like but it feels like that people would be needing to look for you to find it yeah like you need to know where to look in order to see it and and have it get your attention and everything else if you just start signaling to somebody with a mirror and they've turned their back or they're not paying attention, they're not necessarily going to see it right away. I think if you're like on a deserted island, maybe, uh, yeah. or on the water, I, I, I just, I don't know. Uh, um, I, I think there's other modern things you could probably get that are, but even a laser pointer would probably be pretty good. But Well, yeah. And, uh, and well, I mean, if we're talking about modern things, then yeah, well, okay, you could laser pointers and flares, and yeah. you can get all kinds of fun stuff. Um, but uh, yes, there's another scene in it, uh, like one of the last episodes where they had to amputate a leg and they had they had a kit for that like in their wagon like so they had like the certain knife and the 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 dressings and stuff and then they the tourniquet uh that they made and then they had a bone saw and i was like oh man i don't i don't have a bone saw. i guess i have my silky <laughs> saw but i don't have a bone saw like but, uh, so well so yeah so there's a question that. there was a question in the chat yeah um uh, which uh, prairie prepping is here um yes very glad that you're here also you'll notice that tup is not available today yeah. uh rip he's is done. uh in his he's place. done yeah, yeah he's done. rip is rip is here um so do you need both an axe and a silky saw i i i me personally i go silky saw it's lighter uh it's less energy i think than it's uh, um i guess it depends on where if you're a urban prepper or a rural prepper if you're a rural one you could probably warrant an axe uh, but I think there's other things that you could carry instead for that weight. I, but the saws are really, they're so lightweight. They're pretty efficient. Uh, so that, that's my preference. But 
Now, is a silky saw? Uh, maybe I missed this, but is a silky saw the kind that's like a? It's like a string, and you grab both ends, and you yeah, no, 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 that's do this. I would That's when I first started prepping. That's what I got one of those chainsaw type ones where you mm -hmm. and they all they all suck. I've tried all of them. <laughs> uh, like the ch it's like yeah, it's like a chainsaw style with little loops on it. No, like the silky saw is. Uh, there's a couple different types, but I think like the fold-out one, I think a Canadian Prepper has some cool videos on it. They're pretty long, and you, uh, and so you're doing it kind of like that, and it's a super efficient saw, uh, and they have different sizes okay. for it. And there's other ones that you you could uh, you kind of assemble, and it makes kind of like a hacksaw-type shape, and those ones are also good. Uh, Got it. Okay. So it's that's more what of I have out sort of a style as opposed to the apparently the garbage uh, yeah, don't do those ones. Yeah, don't do that. Don't. I mean, you can, but I, I've tried them. And you they, can. They you'll be judged. You'll be judged yes, and be shamed. Judged. And don't if in an emergency situation you come across tup or if you, rip, if you bring out one, the chainsaw, you, I'm going to take you to the train station. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You will. There's no frozen, freeze dried food for you. No canned pepper jelly for anyone with one of those chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, the ba Baco. Uh, that's from Jonathan. Yeah, that that one's a good one too. I have I have those in uh, most of my kits. Uh, mm -hmm. For sure. I guess the hatchet is just like, it depends on the weight of it. I kind of like the, uh, instead of a hatchet or a, uh, like a axe, I prefer like the demolition bars for urban settings that might have a kind of axe type blade, but it's more for uh, escape and demolitions. Like if you had to break into a car door or something like that, that that's, that's what I have personally. I probably have one laying around, but. Yeah. I think there's also an interesting thing uh, too in the, in the defensive piece when you start talking about like axes and machetes and saws and things, any sort of a big, large cutting implement. Um, Cause I had a, I had a, a, um, a hatchet that I put in my tool bag that I was using in case there was like a downed tree branches or something like that. in some of the, the roads around our house, you can get a, a tree branch that would come down. Um, but I switched out and also put a fairly lengthy uh, machete in to, you know, if I'm going through a forest or trying to clear brush or whatever. But there is also a certain amount of, when we talk about gray man, yellow jacket scenario, if you're wandering around with a gigantic machete or an ax or something like that, there yeah. is a more visceral response from people, I think, to leave you alone than if you're walking around with a silky saw and no one has any idea what it is. That's true. Yeah. Things um, to consider. So that might be, especially if I know that there are people who, when they think about defensive options are not necessarily uh, maybe not looking at the ones that are in Yellowstone. They're maybe not looking to, to have that sort of an option. Um, so that would be kind of another defensive option um, that you could have. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Again, I, I have the folding saw for mine, which I guess could, exactly. if I needed yeah. to amputate some Casey, Casey's leg, uh, we, yeah. we, we could yeah. go that route. I wouldn't exactly. want to do the, I wouldn't want to do the, <laughs> the hatchet for that. That would be <laughs> not taking a machete to the leg. Yeah. I also, th yeah. It, they also had booze, like the uh, alcohol was needed because like to do, before they did the amputation, they made them drink a half bottle of whiskey, basically and to, <laughs> and to pass out. And then they did the procedure. So uh, maybe that's uh, something, but well, the weight, I think, yeah. there's weight on that. So. Yeah, that's, a, I think, a whole other thing, too, of, like, if you're talking about surgical sort of a situation versus, you know, when we're talking about tools that do multiple things, okay, a, a saw can be for gathering wood or or clearing brush or breaking out, you know, into a building or something like that. 
but it could also be for some sort of a medical procedure if you needed a, a crude the only, medical procedure. The only one that I know has a dedicated bone saw in their bug out bag is the, the Mountain RN. The Mountain That's, RN. The yeah. Mountain RN has, he's like, oh, yeah, this is my bone saw for my medical <laughs> care. I'm like, jeez, man. <laughs> and you don't have one? No. Well, I – no, not not like. I feel like that's a mess. He has I feel like, like he that's has like an a, Amazon thing. That, that, that yeah, he has be. a legit bone saw <laughs> in his first aid kit. <laughs> yeah, I feel like too. That's another one of like, okay, how awful does the situation have to get where you're amputating something with a, a hacksaw sort of a thing? Like yeah. that's just that's that's kind of that's that's old school. That's yeah. That's a whole but, different. Thing. But I thought I, I liked a lot of the things that I have in my kit that were also I again we're not talking the modern day Yellowstone because that's a whole different uh, set of EDC supplies. But I'm kind of talking about like the 1883 part of it because I thought that was yeah. the most most prepper prepper like in my opinion. Yeah, exactly. That's where I, I think a lot of the the kind of old 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 school things our grandparents and great grandparents and great grandparents did. Those are the sorts of skills I think that that oftentimes get lost you know, in our more modern worlds. Yeah. And a... if, if there becomes a time where the modern conveniences aren't available, having those skills would be helpful. And I am the first to admit that I do not have lots of those skills. So I need to pick up my, my skill game on that front. There's a, there's a good book called durable trades. Uh, I, I did a, a live stream interview with him, uh, the author, uh, about a year and a half ago, but that that one has a list of like tr durable trades that have lasted the test of time and that are still provide value even during like downward economic times and stuff. So I thought that that's a really good good one that's written by a fellow prepper. So, oh, that's fantastic. Um, speaking of live streams, I I know that there is going to be a live stream tomorrow. Yeah, uh, which is very convenient since Rip has disappeared. Yeah. Top. Yeah, he's I, it's very it's very appropriate then that tomorrow's live stream on your channel is it, it might be rip <laughs> i think it should be rip yeah i think it so. should be rip and giving us an update on where top is 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 then is gone well yeah i, I figured uh, I, I get a lot of mes messages from people like hey where, where's when's the next video so i figured might as well just address the whole audience on that one on the main channel yeah. uh but yeah I, I i'm feeling the creative juices come back and uh uh, for sure. So uh, that'll be fun. That's going to be fun. So hopefully people tune in on that. But and we'll, in the see meantime, if, we'll see if Tup shows up. We'll see if he shows up. Exactly. And in the meantime, if you'd like to see Tup, come here because yeah. we have him here well, every week. I'm going to say, hey, we're we've been talking every week. So <laughs> exactly. <laughs> haven't been far away. So just, we chat every week. Get yeah. the podcast. Get the whatever. We're we're here all the time. Yeah, we're on, we're on TikTok. We're all sorts of yeah, exactly. Places. Which, by the way, speaking of TikTok, all right. Yeah, I'm glad. Thank you for bringing this up. I'm glad yeah, that you I try to try to bring it up once a yeah. episode. Um, Wrangler Star, holy viral moment. Have you did you did you see Wrangler Star's TikTok? First no. off, did you know that Wrangler Star had a TikTok? I did. I had no. Idea. He's one person I would think would would not be on TikTok. Also, Canadian Prepper would not expect him to have a TikTok. Both of them have TikToks now. Yeah, and they have been all over. Um, Wrangler Star had himself a viral moment last week. What um, he was doing a video, um, his whole kind of, I don't know if it's his whole channel now, or if it's just his TikToks are about being a professional homeowner, which I feel like there's mm. a, a story there. Like he's got a point of view on that. Um, I don't know what it is. Um, other than it seems clever and, and I like his stuff. Um, and yeah. so he was showing a, a wood splitter 
one of the the manual wood splitters it's like a metal mm -hmm. cage and then there's a wedge in the middle of it yeah and his tiktok was talking about how the throat of this thing was so wide it could fit really huge pieces of wood and then he proceeded to put you know a big piece of wood in and and split it apart um the people of tiktok have loved that he put that together and the number of duets that come across my for you page now of people duetting wrangler stars um wood splitting video is off the charts wow i need to go check it out so yes it is it i is haven't hilarious. been to my for you page i've been to like uh why why haven't you you have a tiktok I, you have, just you have hundreds of thousands of subscribers on yours you're super popular well i uh, i've been watching dermatology uh videos and <laughs> stuff like that <laughs> your few for you page has strayed from the likes of which my for you it's page like it's is. like no longer prepping stuff no. <laughs> that's all the channel it's like like pimple popping and it's uh <laughs> jokes and it's stuff like that so um all right, so I got a question for you. Yeah. Uh, so this came up twice this week, and so I was like, all right, this is a good question to ask everybody. So uh, usually at night, I sleep with my cell phone next to my bed. Mm -hmm. I have a list of people that I put on Do Not Disturb so I don't get, like, calls from the East Coast in the morning or whatever. Um, but I have, like, a list of emergency contacts that are, you know, that Do Not Disturb, and they'll ring through and all that sort of stuff. Um I had two people this week. One that's was a, good, a person. That's a good that came, idea. Yeah, one that came to our Super Bowl party and was like, "Yeah, we don't, we don't have any phones in our in our room yeah. at night." And I was like, "But what if there's an emergency? Like, what if, what if something happens?" And they're like, "Well, someone will get a hold of us. They'll call somebody else." I was like, "But what if you have an emergency?" Um, and they were like, "Well, we live by a police officer." And I was like, "Well, that's great, except..." if you can't get to the police officer. Um, and then Wrangler Star, again on TikTok, one of the videos that came up, he and his uh, wife, I believe, um, put their phones in Faraday bags at night. Yeah. Um, and they do it so that they don't get the rings and all that sort of, but also, so they feel like the, the signal radiation from the phone disturbs their sleep a little bit and they get better sleep by not having it. Yeah. Which, I don't know any science around it, but like, Totally. Go, go for it. It surprised me, though, that somebody like Wrangler Star, who is a prepping person, would not have emergency communication available, you know, close by in the middle of the night should something happen. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts on on that sort of a thing? At one point, I was putting mine in a Faraday bag, too, a Mission Darkness one. Uh, but I didn't. There was a time where an emergency happened at night where my brother needed to call me for a family emergency and they couldn't get a hold of me. So uh, now I, I think you have to have a phone in the room. Now, if you're worried about like uh, EMF type stuff or whatever, or like being too close to electronics, you could always just have it on the other side of the room because the it's like follows the inverse square law. So the what you're actually getting by your bed is uh, a lot less if it's really far away. So, so it's probably good to not have it like under your pillow. But some, to be honest, sometimes I have mine there like that. But uh, <laughs> I, I think that you should have some kind of uh, way of getting a hold of you, even if it's at three in the morning, because you never know when something bad might happen. So, yeah, I, I feel like that was we just also we we just redid our home security system 
as well. It was yeah. part of the whole office upgrade thing. Um, and so we added like panic buttons and extra keypads and all this sort of stuff everywhere. Um, and so it was surprising to me that it felt like I have been going in a direction of playing catch up with a lot of long time, big prepping channel people. And I felt like, okay, so I've got to get our, our room secure and communication secure and everything else. And then to kind of turn around and have a couple of people be like, oh yeah, no, we absolutely have no phones in our room. And I was like, but what happens? I've, I've like, what happens if you need something or there's a fire or yeah. somebody breaks in or whatever, like, you would want to have some way of communicating, some way I of letting a, people know that. I think it's a prepper. I think it's a prepper miss. I think oh, prepper pre fail. <laughs> uh, oh, that needs to be on the soundboard. Yeah, Secret I mean, preppers, prepper yeah. fail. If uh, if there's some burglar, if I hear the glass break downstairs, I don't want to. Let me get it out of the Faraday cage and let me get a signal yeah. after 30 <laughs> seconds. Like t seconds count on the situation. If there's a fire, uh, if uh, you're elderly parent or grandparent and needs is has to go to the hospital like you don't want that your phone in a faraday cage and you don't want to have someone have to drive over to your house and start banging on the door uh, i think there's just too many scenarios where you want to have quick communication i know i could i could totally understand not wanting to have electronics near you and that you sleep better with that but yeah. just put it on at least put it on the other side of the room so the, yeah i like that idea yeah and we also have like we have uh security cameras all around our house and inside outside everywhere and so sometimes like if there's a, a thud or if i wake up at a random time like the other night i woke up at like 2 30 and i was like okay something obviously woke me up to be able to go to my phone and pull up all the security cameras and see like all right was it you know some was it a kid walking to get water that i heard yeah. or was it somebody outside you know doing something in the garage or something like okay i want to be able to do that really i don't want to have to bumble around and unhook totally. the bag and look at the whole thing yeah we we have our arlos and we get a notification on it and uh mm. yeah I, yeah I don't, wrangler star what's going on here yeah, exactly he's just uh, he's, I'll, he's i'll go ahead and say it that's, that's yeah. a miss. <laughs> he's, he's so focused on the throat size he just missed the whole other thing no i do um, like when you're camping and you're because I, I know that he's out in kind of the rural type environment and yeah uh, and for the homestead but and i do i do like sleeping away from electronics i think it's i sleep better for sure but i also sleep with a cpap so how far away can i get away from electronics <laughs> now so my wife and i it's it's totally romantic we look like darth vader in our bakta tanks with like our <laughs> cpap machine <laughs> hey happy valentine's day <laughs> exactly <laughs> nothing <laughs> says romance like but yeah <laughs> And I, now I also have, I sleep with a, a mouth guard. So, uh, oh, wow. The days of having headgear and... sexy underwear is over. <laughs> it's like headgear. <laughs> you know, but ladies, Rip, Rip does not sleep with a CPAP. Yeah, no, no, no. Rip's, yeah, he, no, no. He doesn't need a CPAP no. or a mouth guard. No. He just sleeps in the hat and that's it. Yeah. That's fantastic. Uh, um, prairie prepping. Um, so. Um, yeah, we we have a backup phone. We have a voice over IP phone that's mm -hmm. uh, also in the bedroom, just in case our phones are dead for whatever reason. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we that's an interesting one. We had had one at one point for a little while and and ended up not using it. It was kind of the bundle thing where for a while, yeah, like Comcast would give you a phone. It's it was less annoying. expensive for them to give you the phone than to get the package without the phone. 
yeah. which didn't make a whole lot of sense. We did that too, and they trick you, and then like the number, I'm sure they shopped that number around, and hey, let's give it to every single uh, yeah. spam caller that we could think of, and they're going to call you at all hours, and sometimes they're a little, little rude and stuff, so. Yeah, so I think we technically, I think there's a technically a phone number either attached to our fiber line now or something, but uh, I don't know. I, I feel like the the cell connections are pretty good. And if not, then we have the satellite GPSs that we could use if we needed to or something like that. Um, I have thought about getting a second backup uh, cell phone uh, yeah. on a different carrier because um, we're we're mostly Verizon and it works really well. But when we go camping, the Verizon service in the campsite doesn't work. And so I have to get an AT&T card for the like week that we're camping to be able to, to, you know, work and that sort of thing. And I've debated about whether or not I should just make that like an annual contract and then just have a phone that's on a different, different carrier or not. Yeah. Yeah, we, and it's also like the one of the times that you could make sure that everyone's phones get charged overnight so then they're ready to go in the morning too so yeah I th- there's yeah. just there's just too many reasons to have one next to you so then to yeah. not so. i agree um all right let's see what else we've got uh spare phone in the faraday bag um with lots of books yes um yeah i, I, I have that, that too i have that yeah uh, but your primary phone, I think you should have it for. <laughs> What's I don't get that. I gotta watch this video now. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and I like the idea of having the spare phone with the apps in the Faraday bag. Um, yeah, and and also, you know, depending on the size of the memory on your primary phone, like you can put the same books on your primary phone too. Um, I have like a little group of apps on my on my main phone that are emergency, the SOS book uh, digital and all that sort of stuff um but then i have a copy on a phone that sits in a faraday bag or in the metal uh faraday boxes that are in my office yep um i I totally agree that's yeah yeah i think we're Uh, aligned on that one i think we are too i'm glad that we are on the same page um Okay, let's see. Something about security systems. I, I have a, I did a night nightstand EDC video uh, last year, and I, I have a fire extinguisher next to the bed. I have uh, <laughs> I have all sorts of stuff next to that. Well, bed, sometimes so. when Rip comes, it comes like it can get hot in there, and yeah. it just you never know what's going to happen. Yeah, fire extinguisher is uh, a, a great self defense type weapon too, because like, well, never mind. I don't want to talk legal stuff, but like the mm-hmm. it's a it's a blunt force object if you have zombies coming in there <laughs> and if the zombie ever tried to sue you you could hey that's a fire extinguisher like yeah, but, if, exactly. but, if you, but if you have like some prepper battle baton or something like that they're gonna hey why do you have that like, what's the intent behind it so so that's why i think fire extinguishers are good to have so <laughs> well because i didn't have a fire that's yeah, why yeah. Uh, or sometimes you have to scold the fire you have to scold the fire for for doing naughty things um uh, i think the uh the other thing with a fire extinguisher is you can also use it as a distraction. You can create like almost like a smoke screen yeah. sort of a thing, depending on what yeah, you're bat- doing. Like Batman style. Yeah. Exactly. At least that's what they do on WWE. Yes. You know, it's always like smoke screen and then somebody appears. Um, yeah, someone so somebody, was talking about wildfires too. Yeah. You'd want to have <laughs> yeah, wildfires. Exactly. Um, there's a thing about nine one one on a landline. Yes. You can do 911 on a landline. You can also do 911 on a VoIP line, usually. Um, I think you could do I it on like Alexa, they, too, if you have. 
Yeah. Yeah. I think there was a bunch of, we got, uh, we were connecting everything with our echo dots and all this sort of stuff. And there are a bunch of security features now that exist in the Alexa app that work with all of that stuff. Um, that is not, it's not a security system necessarily, but it does like, there's a, it'll listen for glass breaks. If you're not home, it'll listen for a smoke alarm. If you're not home and then alert you remotely. Um, so I think those are, I think anything like that is really cool. Um, I know there's some people that don't want to have an Alexa in their house because they yeah. think they're being spied on, yeah. um, which is fine. Um, we have, you know, we have just get the balloon. Attach the Alexa to a balloon. That's true. Fly it over the country, and you'll be fine. I think uh, to, to, uh, to uh, for my mom, we have one where we could we could drop in on her at any time. To, it'll beep, but we could just yeah. check in on her type thing. So because it's kind of a good like for especially for elderly, like I'm, I'm falling and I can't get help, but you could like uh, you could use it for that kind of thing. So just yeah, cool. yeah. We also got uh, we got one of the ones with the the Echo Show the screen. Um, it's really cool. It's like a little TV kind of thing because yeah. you can stream stuff That's and everything. We, yeah. um, I was actually going to get it from my office and I realized that I already have so many TVs in here. I don't need another one. And so we put it inside the house. Um, and now when the kids are home because uh, they're old enough to, to be here by themselves um, or if there's a babysitter or whatever, um, we don't have to put the camera apps on their phones. They can just go to the show that's in our family room and pull it down and have access to all of the external cameras and see what's going on so if there's something that creeps them out or whatever like they can they can do that really easily uh i know we're i, I hear a bunch of doors and stuff outside i, I had an idea for a future episode i don't know how okay. what, have you all been right. checking out this freaking ai stuff the chat gpt yes. stuff yes and how it might relate to prepping type stuff or uh, i thought there's some possibilities yes. for that so i've been i like that it. Okay. All right. I, I don't like know if that, someone's Jake. already covered it in the preparedness community, but so I, I have seen little bits and pieces of episodes. I've seen it a lot more in like my business YouTube and, yes. and all of that sort of stuff. Um, I played around with it the other day um, when scary, it kind of first but... came out to just to see like what it could, would come up with if I asked it certain questions. Um, and it was remarkably accurate. It yes. was, what was funny about it, though, and what I've heard now, because everyone was so blown away by what it does, and then there's a lot of thought that went into it, is it's really great at giving you an answer. It's really great. It's like Google, you, you know, we were always excited because you could put stuff into Google, and it would give you great search results. Um, ChatGPT seems to do that, but summarize the search results for you in a more contextual way. Um, so it still doesn't have some of the nuance um, or accuracy that some of the, that an actual human being would have um, or the, the life experience sort of stuff. Um, but it is amazing how efficiently it can get data and information well, it's, and quantify it for you. It seems like for like prepper YouTube or any YouTube channel really, but like, I think someone was, Chuck was talking about it. Yeah. You could probably use, Hey, write me a YouTube script, a five minute video on emergency preparedness in relation to fire extinguishers and which ones you should have in your home. I want it to be five minutes and do it in the voice of Casey. Uh, and like, is that like, and then, Oh, by the way, use these stock and then use these stock videos to assemble the video, the, the video. Yeah. For you. Is so that, I saw is that where we're going to now. So there was a I, I saw a couple of videos of people because I in my in my day job thing, 
I do a lot of digital marketing stuff. So I'm getting chat GBT, I'm getting prepper things. And then I'm getting like digital marketing stuff. And there were several that have come up that are like, go to chat GBT, type in your prompt. I want a five minute video about this topic in this way for this niche audience. Yeah. It'll spit it out. Then there's another site that's an AI site yes. where you put it in and it'll do the voiceover. Yes. Then you put it in another one and it'll make it more uh, readable. Like it'll be less computery and more re re readable. Um, and then, and you then, can, then you, you can have it, it do the, the uh, you could have it do uh, the stock images and stuff too. For exactly. Video, B-roll, all of that. Put the whole thing together and upload it to YouTube. And it's basically a completely AI video but you have to go to four or five different sites. And so yeah, where a lot I've of them- I've seen those, and, uh, but there's a lot of those kind of videos out there like where just people are, like City Prepping has a lot of like narration ones that are yeah. with stock video type things. Like maybe they'll have a, there'll be a City Prepping AI <laughs> voice type yeah. thing coming out or I could maybe I'll have my own. That, that'll be a way that you and I could break out videos daily. <laughs> it's just yeah, exactly. gonna be all AI. <laughs> Yeah, which is one of those, it's they, one of those yeah. weird, interesting things for me about, I feel the same way sometimes about TikTok and some of that sort of stuff of, you know, if we're doing it for ourselves, if we're doing it, you know, as you know, we're not really businesses, but as we do it like businesses or whatever, like there are certain things that I want in my end product to feel like I did it as opposed to running it through a bunch of computer systems yeah. And then uploading it. But, um, uh, there's a lot of people that are into the business part of it and want to make some money. Uh, yeah, exactly. I, for me, it's like, this is all creative outlet and it's like a way of interacting. And I don't think an AI bot's going to be dressing up as Rip anytime soon. So, but <laughs> maybe so. No. And uh, I think, I, to, to, just to clarify, to clarify my point about business things, this for me is a creative thing. I'm not making, I'm not making tons of money off of this with my dozens of followers and everything else. Um, but, you know, from a, because we do talk about things like emergency preparedness and some of that sort of stuff, I, I've set this whole thing up as a business just for some liability protection, because that's what attorneys tell you to do when you decide you're going to do something like this. Um, so, yeah. So for me, there's, there's some of that in there where, like, I don't want to just make, you know, a video that just is voice and everything else and spit it out there. Um, kind of like I also don't want to do just the fear porn videos of the world is ending and it's happening tomorrow. Like that's not what I want my channel to be. I'm curious to see if people will continue to be interested in the personalities. Yeah, in I'd like to think these, so. Yeah, in these kind of information uh, niches, or if they will just be like, okay, I just want the the video that has the B roll and and the five minute bullet points i think that's why it's so and I, I don't know if chat gpt does this but and we could do a whole dedicated video on this but yep. like the the, hu the humor aspect of like what we do i think uh, I, I don't know if yeah ai finds things funny and they have jokes and uh yeah uh, senses of humor and stuff like that so i think i think that's important to always integrate in your videos to make us human because uh, if it's like this now in 2023 what's it gonna be like in 2033 yeah. so it's gonna be crazy well yeah and i think that that's I think that one of the things is you can go in and research and read information really easily. There are lots of videos. I don't know that there's any prepping topic that you or I would come up with that you can't find some information or video on. Like we every once in a while have our own really cool idea, but a lot of it is 
taking our experience with a bunch of different people's ideas and a bunch of information that we've seen in trial and error, and then conveying our experience to our audience and saying, hey, this is what worked for me. These were things that were good or not good or whatever, and then take it and do with it what you will. Um, I don't think AI is going to do a great job at that. I think it's going to give you the information piece and say, this is what people do. Um, as an example, I was doing the whole, like, I was looking at my prep planner that I'm going to launch here at some point because I've spent, I don't know how long building this thing. And at some point it's got to be available to people. Um, and I was looking to see, I put the calendar in it and I said, okay, chat GBT, give me a hundred prep ideas or a hundred prepping activities that could be done essentially every week to look at. And it came up with, I think 43 or something like that. Um, and they were, they were good. There were some that, that I had, there were some that I felt like were just bullet points. They weren't really tasks, but you know, they found a thing. And so that was interesting. Um, so I think there's a lot of refining that you need to do when you get into chat GBT, but it's not, it's not going to be TUP. It's not going to be Casey from Cascadia Dispatch. It's not going to be Canadian prepper or city prepper explaining to everybody why that worked or why it didn't work. Yeah. Well, I think we should dive into it more. I think, I think we should. That's I think good. that maybe we'll make that next week or maybe. that may take a couple of weeks to put together. Okay. We got to actually get time on chat GBT to actually. I've been try I've been only playing with it for a few days now and it's uh it's, it's impressive and also scary so. Yeah, exactly. And Especially I see a lot of those TikTok videos are hey, how how to make $20,000 a month doing <laughs> AI. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a, a component to those videos where I'm like that is genius that they came up with how to do that. And then there's also a part of me that's like it's a little it feels a little scammy. It yeah. just feels a little like okay, you're you're doing this, but I don't feel like it's your thing. Like it's you're right. just, it's, it's the Milli Vanilli of videos. Exactly. You're just <laughs> repackaging stuff that was already there. And what maybe it would be a fun it. challenge to, to do, say, say, try to do one and then to put it out there and see people, see if people will even recognize if it's been all AI generated. That is an interesting idea. Okay, I we're, like that. We're idea. giving up all these good ideas that other people are gonna they're gonna steal. We really we we do we do our dozens and dozens yeah. of 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 watchers and listeners are going yes. to steal it. Um, yes. All right, so I think uh, I think we are close to time. Yeah, I, uh, I have to take a take some people to the train station later tonight. Exactly, the train station is waiting. Yeah. Hopefully, Tup will will show up here again at some point. We'll see, maybe um, he might come tomorrow. We'll see. Although I'm enjoying talking to Rip, so that's totally fine. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's also, because during the backstage, Rip wasn't backstage. Rip only came live. So. <laughs> Rip only comes live. Yeah. That's only his thing. Um, so I think the other thing is um, I spent some time putting more podcast episodes together. So if you have not already uh, subscribed to the podcast, uh, keep an eye out. I'm gonna. I want to try to catch up on the podcast episodes because I would like to get our newer episodes out like the same week that we do that. But I have this backlog of like 30 episodes that I need to get out there. So uh, more of those coming. Uh, stay tuned. If you enjoyed this, if you didn't enjoy it, if you've just been watching, go ahead and hit the thumbs up and the like button. We appreciate it. It uh, definitely lets YouTube and everybody know that they should watch it and show it to more people. Uh, we get a lot of people that watch the replays 
So uh, we we're appreciate. Kind of, we're kind of a rerun uh, channel. So. We are. We're a DVR channel. Is yeah. is kind of what we are. We're. Yeah, it's we'll a good thing for us to be podcast, video stream, whatever it is, so people can watch us at their leisure. Um, thanks for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it. We'll see you next week, next Wednesday at four five thirty uh, Pacific time. Hopefully, as usual, and on time. Uh, thanks oh, everybody was, for joining us. We did good one. We did good. We made it. We made it work out that one. Yeah, God, we're you know, we're figuring this out. We even had it's a only... Sunday's cameo. I mean, it exactly. Was, it was almost 40, a perfect episode. Forty-seven episodes in, and we're almost there. Yeah, we're getting the hang of it. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks a lot. Bye.